0: So this is just kicking off a quick intro to the interview, and if we want to talk about the state of baseball, currently.
1: It's going. Rachel, would
0: would you like to talk about the current state of baseball, (laughs) which will probably change before this comes out?
1: Yeah, I know. As of right now... We're playing ball. As
0: <laughs> I I have seen baseball on my television live.
1: Live. Me too. <laughs> it's
0: very exciting.
1: Cardboard cutouts and all.
0: <laughs> I like those. So I watch a couple of Red Sox games. But I also watched a couple of games that were not Red Sox games because they are blacked out in my area. And can I tell oh. you, I was already mad at MLB TV blackout restrictions. But this year, <laughs> they are infuriating. Played. Oh really? Like I don't know if you watched The OC, but anyone who did and remember Summer talking about her blackout rages. That's pretty much what happens when <laughs> I press play, and it's like mm, this is blacked out in your area, and I'm like, I literally cannot go to this game. Like yeah. if you if you say it's blacked out, unless I march my butt down to Fenway Park, dare me, I'll do it. <laughs> it's not that far, but. You wouldn't let me in even if I showed up. So (laughs) where is my game?
1: (laughs) I know, especially with all the limitation. I mean, like you said, you know, people can't (sighs) physically go there. So it's like, why are you? (laughs) Why? (laughs) I
0: heard someone trying to say, like, it's supposed to drive you to cable. But, like, I'm watching it on MLB (laughs) TV. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that should. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't understand. It's so infuriating. And uh we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that we are recording this on Wednesday, July 29th. And so who knows what's happened by the time you listen to this. Because oh, I know. It's super duper scary.
1: <laughs> yeah, some teams have had multiple cases. So we'll see how. <laughs> not
0: not like a technicality, like half the team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's not it's not great, Bob. Um, <laughs> to, to go back to our original, our original cut. I do like the the love that I felt as multiple friends and family texted, messaged, called me. Like every way I have of communicating with me, someone reached out to me via to be like. Hey, dude, I don't know how much longer this is going to go. <laughs> like, I know. Thank you for your concern. Like, they, they just, <laughs> I, I felt very touched that people were that concerned and thought of me when they saw that news and were like, <laughs> How's Tierney doing? I should like, just want to reach
1: <laughs> out and make sure you're okay if this all goes south real quick.
0: <laughs> I, I appreciate that, especially since it happened while I was awaiting test results. So I can tell you that as of last Tuesday, because, yeah, it did take a week for me to get my results I did oh, not wow. have COVID-19 Woo!
1: <laughs>
0: Woo! and then there's like an entire page of disclamatory language about how I cannot rely on that because no one knows what's <laughs> going on <Woo! laughs> so, so that was my week <laughs> Don't know what excitement you've gotten up to. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Less excitement than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I have a cousin planning a wedding, and she and her husband to be, or um, someone I know in politics who I follow on Twitter calls her fiance her husband elect, and he calls her his wife elect. It's really cute. So yeah, (laughs) she and her husband elect have decided that they are going to go ahead with the ceremony. They're just you know like maybe it's them and their parents. Who knows? But we'll see. Yeah. And um yeah. I was telling her though, it was like, dude, everyone is gonna know the story of like you and him getting married during the pandemic though. Like your great grandkids <laughs> will be talking about how they'll probably Definitely. say how romantic it was. And she's like, Really? I'm like, Yeah, trust me. <laughs> oh, do, do you know how many people talk about how romantic it must have been to get married during World War II? And,
1: That's what I was thinking, Dottie and yeah, Bob. And I'm
0: totally <laughs> guilty of it. And then you think about it, and you're like, that probably wasn't fun for them.
1: Yeah, it probably... <laughs> like,
0: But but even in the movie "A leak of Their Own," like hearing that Dottie and Bob went, you know, before Justice of the Peace in his pajamas in the middle of the night, <laughs> like it's a,
1: cute,
0: it's a good story. So we're getting good stories. I'm doing the like chin up hand thing, and I'm like, yeah, it's all just think of all
1: the like money you you would save, you know, just being like, hey, you just have to do this quickly, yeah, and as you know, it's like you don't have to plan a whole big shindig; you can just tuck that money away for future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And hey, MLB team owners, you know what else would save money? not trying to play in a pandemic would you lose money yeah are you losing money now i mean i don't know but i'm gonna go out on a limb and guess probably
1: And i was reading an article today about like how they were kind of trying trying to compare the current state of baseball with all like the breakout of cases especially you know with the marlins team and such compared to like Especially like NBA, yeah. because they're doing the whole like bubble thing. And they're like, you know, maybe it was not a good idea for the MLB to plan to go ahead. I mean, even without fans and cut down on, you know, the staff and stuff, maybe it was not yeah. the best. But that's a hard, I mean, there's, it's just, so you can't us. really have indoor like diamonds for baseball, you know, yeah. like you can with.
0: Oof. I was just talking about this with Chris and I was saying the bubbles seem to be working, but the mm-hmm, bubbles yeah. the MLB was proposing were just not real. Like baseball as it currently is, 30 teams, you know, how many people a team, it's too many people. Yeah, it just is. And I kind of wish they had done a bubble tournament, basically, instead of trying to play a full MLB season and just said like, hey, you want and and don't do service time to do that, But just say like, hey, you want to play, you're willing to like, come be in a hotel room for three months or whatever it is Mm, like, yeah, sign here. And let's do this. And there would have been a lot of people who weren't comfortable with that, you know, like people awaiting the births of their children. Yeah.
1: Maybe? Yeah. Wouldn't
0: want to have wanted to do that. And so that's why you can't have it be a regular thing. It has to be an opt in, not an opt out situation. Yeah. Exactly. But you, I bet you would have gotten enough guys willing to do that that you could have done a pretty cool tournament. Oh, you yeah. Just, you wouldn't have had 30 teams. Like, yeah. The, the num i was not great at statistics and so numbers and i are not the best of friends but <laughs> it's yeah and now it's too late because what else are you gonna plan on the alternate and um oh look here's a soapbox let's talk about schools no i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
0: <laughs> it's a. Uh- it's interesting. Yeah, we live in interesting times. Interesting and they were with the quotes. when I was watching
1: the Reds game the other night. The uh, announcers were talking about you know with the being with the season as it is. You know they'd be like you know whoever makes it to the you know World Series. Like, do you think that winning a World Series in these conditions would mean more to them, or kind of take away from the glory of winning a World Series? And it's like with all the with all the hardships of even coming up with a brief season, it would mean a lot. But that's I could it's see it being <laughs> really fun to win yeah. the
0: World Series of a sixty-game weird yeah. season. Yeah, like I could see that being really fun. We're having a lot of fun. Have you seen the Joe Kelly gifts? I mean, it's the, <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on gifting. Um, but and that's why I have to pronounce it like that. No, great. <laughs> it's uh it's an interesting time hey uh our listeners are gonna get to hear us talk about do you think they'll play baseball this year because when we talked to jen mccaffrey from the athletic we did not yet know what was going to happen we were in that weird oh yeah
1: that really weird negotiation stage kind
0: of (laughs) and i think uh many of us were skeptical that it would happen myself included yeah fair but Yeah, a a, a more innocent time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were watching the, I don't know if they showed clips from over in Chicago when they played at Wrigley. And they had a, like, digital audience. They had people who were allowed to, like, sit on the rooftops. But the rest of, like, they had, like, a digital audience inserted. Oh,
0: I like did so see we could see that. it.
1: It's like, um, okay, but <laughs> if I was a player, I'm not going to see that. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like the cardboard cutouts more because they're weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, like CGIing Lord of the Rings over a baseball game doesn't really do anything oh, for me, even though I love both those things separately.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing though if you're watching like baseball and all of a sudden like there's like thousands of golems. <laughs> in the stadium watching fo- or baseball.
0: I'm just picturing the Rohirum coming over the green Oh my monster. gosh, that'd be
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> Riders of um,
1: Rohan, what news from the mark? <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite. I, oh, uh. well,
0: see, I'm glad we brought it back around to a happy Ha, time.
1: yeah, Pete Mummer, I like Lord of the Rings.
0: Pete, we don't have time for this fight. <laughs> There's a whole other podcast called Lord of the Rings Minute if you would like to listen oh, to yes. that. Oh, yes so uh we we will stick to our film which is a league of their own and we will get into it with jen uh i can't say after this break because there are no break there's just a short musical interlude yep (laughs) (laughs) Here, are talking baseball because we have to talk about baseball, fictional baseball from 1943, because they won't give us real baseball in the <laughs> year of our plague 2020, but today is going to be great. We're going to talk about the peaches, about this movie, about its impact, and we is going to consist of myself, Tierney Steele, and my wonderful co-host.
1: That's me, Rachel Mummert.
0: And you have heard our voices before, but you have yet to hear, unless you listen to other podcasts, which is totally fine and you should, our (laughs) guest Jen McCaffrey.
2: Hey guys, how you doing? So Jen, why don't you tell
0: our listeners where you're from?
2: Sure. I cover the Red Sox for The Athletic, um, the website that kind of covers baseball, uh, all different sports, I'm a little bit of a newer website. But yeah, I, I've covered the Red Sox for them the past two years. I've covered the Red Sox in general. Since 2014, I previously worked at a newspaper in Springfield, Massachusetts. Before that, I worked at the Cape Cod Times uh, covering Cape League baseball and high school sports. So that's kind of my background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased. It's great. <laughs> (laughs) i'm in boston (laughs) yeah i came up i actually grew up in the suburbs outside of new york city and so in connecticut things are very divided like it's very like this is a yankees area and this is a red sox area
2: totally and it's as if no other teams exist (laughs) that's funny because like my uncle lives in connecticut and they're mets fans unfortunately oh, wow. for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till we're off air. I wonder if it's the one Mets family. I yeah. Know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know where it came from, but
0: actually it's funny. My dad's friend was a huge or coworker. I don't know how close they were, but, um, but was a huge Mets fan. And so those were the only games he had gone to. Cause he's not really a baseball guy. And so I had a Mets baseball and like a Mets door room hanger. Remember you would hang things on your doorknob just cause it was oh, the yeah. 90s and it was cool. <laughs> (laughs) And so I was kind of always like professional baseball is okay, but I think maybe the fact that I started paying attention in the early mid 90s, not a great time to like try and immerse yourself with a strike and all that stuff. And so this came along into my life and I was like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to watch women's baseball. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Until I moved to Boston and then I became a rabid Red Sox fan and it's been a whole thing ever since and Rachel's probably sick of hearing about it because no you have the especially you, not this year <laughs> well <laughs> that's true but you're in a totally different league oh my god I just <laughs> forgot what division the reds are
1: in <laughs> they are national league
0: that's what I thought but there was a moment where I was, like my mouth was still talking and I'm like I don't know what the next word to come out is because I don't know that much about the Reds. Anyway yes you are outnumbered. Boston in the house. Yeah if we want to talk about the people from the Boston area that went and played in this league I know Mary Pratt is from here and there were a bunch of people because they did tryouts in I want to say Alston or something like that. Wow that's interesting. They did tryouts in this area. Uh I wanna say fifty maybe 1950 they would organize sometimes they would go and scout a single person or a single team where it's like oh these are really good but a lot of the times it was just more like we're looking for really good softball players who are willing to steal like (laughs) 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 and then as time went by obviously they were looking for the more baseball you had in your background the better but they were mostly scouting softball people and so they would go to these areas that had kind of concentrations of a bunch of industrial towns, basically because a lot of times companies would sponsor teams... And they would organize a tryout day, and everyone from the area would come and go to the tryouts. And you'd have, you know, however many scouts there evaluating. And so there is kind of like a Massachusetts contingent that played in the league. Massachusetts, obviously, is lower on the total pole, but not non existent. I think there was one person from Rhode Island and none from Connecticut. I could be wrong, but I feel like I would have, if there had been someone from Connecticut, would have bothered to learn their name, basically. <laughs> Obviously, the Midwest and a lot of California were the main places they were drawing players from. Shockingly, baseball players from Southern California who <laughs> could have guessed it. That's The Real League, and I am babbling, and I should sit back and let us tell our listeners how you just love this movie. You've seen it a million times. You know it backwards and forwards, right?
2: <laughs> totally. Just kidding. <laughs> just
0: kidding. But what is your background with the movie? <laughs>
2: No, I definitely, um, I remember, like, watching it growing up and have, you know, saw it when I was a kid for sure. And it's one of those movies, too, that I felt like anytime it was on TV, um, you would kind of just, like, stop and watch a few scenes, if not the whole thing, but hadn't seen it in a long time. And when you messaged me about doing this, I rewatched it recently and I was like, Oh, this is like, there are like, things I remembered and things I had totally forgotten because I hadn't seen it in so long. And it was just, yeah, it was funny to kind of, uh, to kind of, like, rewatch it and obviously just kind of being in the job that i am now just seeing things maybe from a i guess a more when i watched it i was probably 10 and so now seeing it more the first time that <laughs> seeing it more in a an adult way i guess or how how the interactions were or whatnot was kind of funny so
0: i was curious did you find yourself like critiquing the gameplay or anything <laughs>
2: um and what i was kind of curious just about like <laughs> how they um how they like trained for filming (laughs) like i was looking at it from kind of like a technical standpoint like how long i wonder like how they how much they had to like train like how much how and many of these actors like already were good at swinging. Like I know, obviously, if you ha- if you've never swung a bat before, you look kind of goofy. So a lot of them were like looked, you know, their swings were pretty pretty good, pretty decent. So I was wondering how how many of them like played when they were younger, or how many how what, rigorous their training was, their throwing, or that kind of stuff. How many takes they had to do for all the catches and stuff like that. I was kind of like curious about that and uh, how intense that aspect of things was.
0: I know uh, Penny Marshall talks about how she would just kind of let the film roll like she just had Mm -hmm. hours and hours of all of them playing baseball from all different angles because you never knew kind of what was gonna work right right (laughs) but rachel do you want to take first crack at explaining what these actresses went through to get to be in these roles to even get to audition, right?
1: Well, I know that they well, they kind of had to show that they could play or like field, you know, field the balls. And I mean the auditions part of it was kind of just um playing baseball or showing Penny Marshall like you can actually play baseball.
0: Yeah. The tryout scene that they have in the movie is a much pumped up version of what they actually yeah. had to do. Yeah, yeah. But they did actually have famously she said that she wouldn't let any of the actresses read until they'd passed the baseball mm, test yeah. and then it was a f- few weeks where they were out there they actually have usc coaches baseball coaches that were helping them that ran those tryouts and then a couple of the ones i know the guy you see correcting or not correcting showing kit how to throw overhand because of course that's all yeah. it takes to learn how to pitch overhand. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but that person was a coach or assistant coach or something yeah. um, for USC baseball.
1: And wasn't the uh, Racine, wasn't the coach of Racine also with the USC?
0: Was he or was he an actor? I know there's more than just that one guy, obviously.
1: I thought the Racine coach was as well.
0: Oh, maybe. And then the the one person who didn't go through all that was Gina Davis because she was not a last minute replacement, but the role of Dottie had already been cast with someone else who then dropped out. And so Gina Davis was auditioning, and Penny Marshall made her go out in the yard and like throw the ball swing the bat just to kind of she she didn't get the full treatment but she still had to kind of prove her worth
1: yeah
0: i think my favorite story to come out of the auditions baseball side of things is that rosie o'donnell was auditioning for marla hooch Oh, that's funny. She obviously lost the role and Megan Kavanaugh, who plays her, is amazing and we love her. And they basically were like, yeah, but she's really good and we don't (laughs) want to lose her. So they kind of wrote the role of Doris for her. Yeah, I mean, Doris was always a person that was there, but she was not Doris until yeah. Rosie O'Donnell was cast in that role. And then they built it up around her because she had some of the best baseball skills. And they were like, well, we can't we can't let this woman who can act <laughs> and play baseball walk away from this. So we got to find somewhere she fits.
1: <laughs> and one of the interesting things I read was by the end of filming Kit, I just blanked on her, Lori, Lori <laughs> Petty. I was like, oh my gosh, no, it's Lori. Um, ended up pitching more than most like major leaguers do. She ended up throwing oh. more pitches than more major leaguers. I have to look it up. My I thought arm it was hurts an, just yeah. thinking
0: about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's I'm very biased because I've been reading a lot of baseball books this year. I think it's like kind of overcompensating for the lack of actual baseball. <laughs> It's so funny because I was just reading one about the history of Dodgers pitching and they cover people chronologically and just watching the difference in how pitchers was used. Oh yeah, hmm, totally. Are used is is crazy. So I would imagine even between now and 1992 or 91, whenever they were filming, that might be a little bit different. But yeah, I think she really did go out there and throw. Obviously they're using the best tape. She gets it the closest. But there isn't too much fudging. There's the little bits of like, you know, that throw doesn't match that bat swing. But both those things actually happened. They just (laughs) didn't happen on the same play. And then the... infamously Gina Davis does not do the split slide <laughs> she did the split but she couldn't slide into it and catch the ball Yeah. <laughs> so that is why the actual physical act of her going down into it is from behind so that they could use a stuntman but it's very rare and uh, I hope this doesn't ruin the movie for you the next time you do see it but every injury that you see on
2: screen is a real injury yeah including the strawberry Oof. from sliding I saw that yeah because I I watched it on Amazon Prime, and they have, like, oh, the okay. little notes on the oh, side. yeah. And uh, I saw that, and I was like, that's crazy. That and It said that she had that, like, that massive strawberry for, like, a year. Yeah. Which is crazy. crazy. <laughs> I like that
0: VH1's pop-up video is just now an acceptable part of yeah. <laughs> the world. <laughs> was there anything that really surprised you that popped up as you were watching it?
2: Um... <laughs> let's see like i said yeah i think i i had sort of forgotten that they start out with her like i knew that there was the reunion obviously in the end but i've forgotten that they start out with her like being at home oh yeah so i kind of i was like am i watching the right movie <laughs> <laughs> like i remembered they had gotten together like at the end for the reunion but i was just like kind of like what's going on and then i like finally finally get I, like obviously understood what's happening but I don't know. I'm trying to think. Anything surprised me? Um...
0: Or I guess I could rephrase it as, like, what stuck out the most. You know, because when I watch a movie I haven't seen in forever, or actually... One that I've been doing lately is movies that I thought I had seen, but it turns out I just caught about 20 <laughs> minutes of. Yeah. And that always is a delight to me where I'm like, I remember this part. I've seen this before.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess I had forgotten too that and also like I was young when I watched it. So I like didn't really understand Tom Hanks's like alcoholism <laughs> or, like aspect. <laughs> I just thought he was kind of like gruff around the edges and like angry that he had to like coach woman and then and then like as i was watching it i was like oh this is like the storyline here i i see like i can understand why i wouldn't understand that when i was little but uh yeah that was kind of to see his like him soften up over you know as as the movie went on kind of was a nice little touch i guess um of the he develops, obviously the like relationships with all them and like wanting them to see to see them do well and when Dottie, you know like leaves to go back with her husband and he he doesn't want her to go and all that um and they have like that scene on the train where they're kind of like bonding a little bit after butting yeah. heads earlier. So yeah I think like those kind of things I guess um, were ones that I'm kind of like remembering that kind of stuck out. And Maybe yeah the, the tryout or a kind of like when, when John Lovett goes to the gym and <laughs> sees Marla Hooch and like her dad just being so like proud of her um, oh, she's like yeah. playing against all those guys and, and then they like don't want to initially take her because she's not pretty enough and it's like of course even back then. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah those I feel like are some of them. I'm sure there's others I'm like totally I have taken like notes or something that to like remember what uh... (laughs) we're so
0: formal can't
2: you tell (laughs) (laughs) but yeah those are some ones off the top of my head that i'm thinking of as i'm talking
0: yeah yeah i'm amazed i mean i always loved tom hanks as an actor just you know because he's been an actor my whole life like growing up There's always a Tom Hanks movie, basically, for every phase of your life. So I always liked him, but I've really come to in the past year appreciate how good an actor he is. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. His physical acting—I never would have like discussed Tom Hanks' physical acting. I never would have noticed it, and it's crazy. Like the whole thing is Jimmy supposedly like injured his knee, and that is what ruined his career. Mm, Yeah. I mean, injured his knee because he was drunk. Right. (laughs) But I never noticed that like Tom Hanks limps the entire movie. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. Like every time he's going up and down those bus stairs, he's like yeah. kind of having trouble doing it.
1: And that's one thing, yeah, you kind
0: of It's amazing. <laughs>
1: Like it, it enters your mind, but you it doesn't really settle in your mind where you physically notice or, you, you know, you notice when you're watching like, oh, yeah, he's limping because it's just kind of goes right over your head. Or like even when he gets down and, you know, he prays with the girls <laughs> before the game and he yeah. really, I mean, that would be hard to act if you don't know if you've never had, you know, a knee or anything injury, you wouldn't know how to, you know, get up or down convincingly. <laughs>
2: Yeah no he's he's so versatile and so good mm. in, in so many different ways yeah he makes he makes it look uh, look easy
1: and just the way you know with Evelyn <laughs> that's some of my favorite when he's just (laughs) having that contained barely contained rage but he knows just like he has to keep it keep a lid on it even if just barely
0: (laughs) yeah so when you saw this little i'm assuming even if you weren't re-watching the movie
2: you were aware that the saying there's no crying in baseball (laughs) became a thing (laughs) yeah i was waiting for that scene i was like when does this happen like i know that this is obviously (laughs) from from this movie so yeah when it when that scene came on i was like uh, okay
0: <laughs> it just drives me nuts because like it's become so synonymous like there's no crying in baseball and i'm like that's not even the best line in yeah. that scene this movie yeah. is so much more than that yeah but i guess i might be biased because i decided to do an entire podcast just on this movie so <laughs> i guess i'm not the average baseball fan
2: Right,
0: but that's great that's a scene that contains many things where watching it now as an adult i'm like Oh, that's why everyone reacted that way. Like I did not. He talked so fast in that scene. Good job on him because when I was a kid, I didn't catch any of the bad words. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. But uh, <laughs> they're they're there now that I think about it.
1: I'm just in one of those scenes like when he when the ump is talking to him and he calls him <laughs> like did anybody ever tell you, you look like a penis
2: yeah. with a hat on like, <laughs> I, know, I, I, I was, was like, like I, I don't remember I... that yeah i know me too <laughs> i'm surprised i didn't pick up on that yeah but i was like oh wow
0: <laughs> now you saw this as a kid had you come across the league any other way or i know this is the gateway for most of us
2: <laughs> I, I i definitely dressed up as like um for halloween once and like i don't know if i was like what team i was supposed to be or if i just kind of Tried to do a general outfit, but it was definitely based off of, like, because I have watched the movie. I don't remember exactly how old, but probably around 10. And I, yeah, I just, I mean, I have, I've come across it um, just from having, like, written about different things and kind of referencing it in stories, honestly. So yeah, not like extensively um, done any big stories or anything like that on it, but just um, in any time, kind of just knowing like historically where the kind of where the league kind of held it, held its own in in like the the '40s and '50s or '40s, I guess really. Te-
0: Technically, some of the '50s yeah. have been yeah, more, but <laughs> yeah. I, and I've definitely I've seen a few people now calling for it to come back and be like, look, <laughs> while this while these negotiations are going on, That's do we funny. have any women that can play? <laughs> play, or, I mean we have women that can play. Can we get this organized? Yeah, that's funny. Although I would like to say, maybe when this comes out it'll be a little bit different, but for health reasons, I don't think anyone should be playing, you know, <laughs> <Fair>. multi-team baseball <laughs> right now. But maybe, maybe in a month that will be a news story and it'll be great, and this will be dated information. That would make me very happy. <laughs> I completely forgot what I was gonna say when I was like, oh my god, I'm not advocating for making them play, I swear. <laughs> Especially not now. Ugh. Oh,
1: things got crazy fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like now all the teams are like going back home to their, you know, home base states yeah. to finish out training because uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Jenna, we do a little we were going to start each episode by talking about how we were feeling about baseball. <laughs> then there was no baseball. So we were like, okay, we'll talk about, Um, we started out we do like a funny drop. Like uh, oh, not great Bob or something like that. Or <laughs> dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria or some <laughs> sort of quote that's like oh, things are crazy. And then I started to feel guilty because I was like, this seems kind of glib. Maybe we should actually address what's going on. And just trying to say in a few sentences what was going on and then waiting the 24 hours for that episode to drop was like the most stressful day of my life yeah yeah because i was like (laughs) i don't know how to summarize this and then that night i was on twitter and i'm like no (laughs) no no come on 12 more hours give me 12 more hours to get this out (laughs) So I don't know how you guys do this on a normal basis yeah
2: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, hard to keep track of everything
0: and I guess at least this is not a typical season for you but I was just like I don't understand how people write about baseball and don't like panic constantly
2: <laughs> <laughs> totally
0: I guess I'll never be someone writing about trade rumors like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <there's>, that, <laughs> that,
2: Yeah, that's honestly the worst because you never know when something's going to happen or you know oh, any, wow. Yeah.
0: I think it's so crazy I always assumed because in this movie we see the one thing where Kit is traded to Racine because dot you know (laughs) that whole drama (laughs) baseballs are thrown a window breaks it's a whole thing I I love that scene I think it's really well acted between the two of them Mm. but what I didn't realize was there was actually a ton of trading between the teams because players contracted with the league not a specific team
1: yeah
0: at least until the last couple years and they used an allocation system so when you showed up for spring training every year you didn't necessarily know which team you're going to be on at the end of that spring training (laughs) they would evaluate people and i think it was each team could claim nine or ten players out of 16 that they were like nope these are ours you can't have you you know but everyone else just went into a pot and then was allocated to try and balance the teams competitively every year and they
2: could trade mid-year that's wild. Yeah. That I actually the idea. I didn't know any of that. So that's pretty interesting. That's an interesting concept. Yeah.
0: I was just like, Oh, uh, okay, because it makes sense that some trading would happen. But yeah, the allocation system, I just <laughs> am fascinated by and um, it was one of the things that people complained about, they got rid of it. And within two years, they were kind of like trying to bring it back, but not admit it. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> the teams just got so unbalanced so quickly. Yeah, it's so funny, because Dottie is so clearly great that I always kind of could never relate to her. Like, I don't know. I just, I was always, quote unquote, team Kit, but I always loved Kit more. I always, even though she can be kind of whiny, I'm willing to admit it, a little immature, young for her age. I love Kit so much. (laughs) So I'm very biased, but I really like Doris, Marla. I always found the supporting characters really interesting. Like, you have this central story of these two sisters, but then all the supporting cast are really interesting people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone has stuff to do all the time. Yeah,
2: it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a good mix of, like, the main characters obviously, and then, and yeah, like you said, the supporting characters are, like, have their own storylines. so it's not, like, uh, they're that's not, right. like, uh, brushed off at the side. There's always kind of, like, something else to kind of watch with them. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's a unique important thing to a baseball movie. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think through because like a football movie you usually have the like maybe four stars that you're following and then there are all these other people.
2: Oh yeah. Um,
0: that are just kind of yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. I mean
2: it's a smaller, yeah, smaller group of people. Trying to think of yeah. like Field of Dreams or any of those movies that would be, uh, I know. That would be, that would fall into that category. But
0: Yeah, but I was just trying to think like usually you just get to know a handful, like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. and I I think they did a really good job everyone makes all these characters
2: make sense I guess yeah they did a good job casting and also just, yeah, and enlivening the characters themselves.
1: Because like you said, even though, you know, at the heart, it's the story of the two sisters, they, I mean, they don't really let them, I don't want to say, I mean, it's kind of, they don't overshadow or over, you know, outshine any of the background characters. Like they have interesting enough backstories that may not be as fully fleshed out but enough that you get get a grasp of who they are
0: yeah i feel like you would never say to someone a league of their own and they'd be like oh yeah that one about the sisters that play baseball." right right yeah yeah
2: it's (laughs) definitely yeah collective i mean that people might recognize might you know call out gina davis but i mean honestly yeah like rosie rosie o'donnell and yeah everyone everyone, there's there's a hand there are a lot of like bigger named actors and actresses in it so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and i will say madonna holds her own in baseball
2: Madonna yeah, yeah I
0: know she, yeah she she does it did you have anyone any character that you particularly gravitated to or
2: I mean I did I I don't know I yeah I I didn't gravitate her towards her necessarily, but I just thought, yeah, like, Dottie was just, <laughs> just like, a, kind of like a badass, um, like, I mm, don't <laughs> you know, yeah. she just seems very confident and kind of pulled together, but also, um, like a leader, obviously, so I, I think that that, I liked kind of how they made her character, but yeah, I mean, they're all, like you said, all kind of, like, had their own kind of endearing qualities, I guess, but I guess, yeah, I don't know, I guess I would, I would say Dottie, just, yeah, for what I had said.
0: I realized Watching this so closely over these past few months that like, I need to stand up straighter. Dottie is just so oh. like, she's <laughs> practically swaggering to her spot behind yeah. the plate in a couple of scenes. And I'm like, man, I need to like, I mean, I can't make myself taller, but I need to not slouch. right, right.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I do like about Dottie's character, you know, Jen, like you said, her confidence and, you know, like you can see that, especially in the beginning when they're in Oregon playing, just how, you know, she goes up to to bat and her stance is just so, I love her stance and just her face. She's just like, bring it. Like come on, Especially, oh, yeah, like in that you.
2: like in that era when like I feel like women were kind of always like, Oh, in the kitchen or cleaning or taking care of the family and like the whole movie obviously is about like empowering women that they can <laughs> do more, obviously, and I feel like she like epitomizes <laughs> yeah. that. And, yeah, it's like it's nice yeah. to see like a confident woman like in that era and obviously there's like the rosie the riveter kind of era too that kind of coincides mm-hmm. with that but yeah i don't know i kind of like that aspect of it
0: i love that Dottie's husband is so into her being this um, badass yeah, ball yeah. player i know that's
2: <laughs> another unexpected thing you would think that he'd be uh, the opposite
0: I really want it to be that, like, because they they get in the car to drive away after Tom Hanks gives that beautiful speech oh, about right, baseball right. and what makes it great. <laughs> and I really want it to be that, like, somehow Bob, because Bob just got back. He was in the war. He was injured. Who knows? <laughs> that he is just finding out on this drive that, like, oh, they were on their way to the World Series and what's been going on. And then he spends the entire ride trying to convince her, like, yeah. turn around. Turn around yeah. now. What are you doing? Why are we going? going home right now like we can go home <laughs> next week Daddy. Yeah,
1: yeah. i could see it being one of those things where you know he's kind of like oh you know what what's that all about what's in her just downplaying playing it and be like oh you know we just kind of you know play ball here and there and underplaying how awesome like she is as a player and the team and just the league overall and then once he le- gets more detailed he's like no like we're going back <laughs>
0: because he's so proud of her that was one thing that i posited when we were watching that opening where it's like wait is is this the movie and i love that as much as dottie's like this didn't really mean that much to me her daughter's really proud of her and so i imagine that i i was telling rachel's like can't you just see him pulling out like that life magazine and showing his daughter and being like check this out right right (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I have to drop a reference to the children's cartoon Bluey right here, which is about (laughs) animated dogs in Australia. But just trust me, it's really cute and sweet. And at one point, they're going through stuff in the garage. The dad is looking for an actual camera, not the tablet, not a cell phone, (laughs) a camera. And his kids are with him like, what's all this? He goes, oh, it's just my box of things from when I was cool. And then he finds a Polaroid camera. And I was like, wow, that hit a little close to home, like my box of things from when I was cool. (laughs) But I could totally see like, this is the late 1950s equivalent of her finding like her mom's mitt and stuff. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. That leads us perfectly into the question that we must ask all our guests. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if Dottie is your favorite, I will be very curious to hear if you think Dottie Henson dropped that final ball on purpose or naturally because of how she I
2: fell. know, it is curious because uh, they they paint her as so athletic and so good, you know, and she catches the balls with her bare hand and all that, and then she drops the ball and it's like, uh, I don't know. Um, you could definitely make the case that she dropped it on purpose, but I don't know. It's, I guess, one of those questions you'll always have. But yeah, I definitely, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> or I like had remembered that that's what happened. But I like as the scene was playing out, I was like watching it like <laughs> very attentively. Like I was covering a game again. <laughs> that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> I have come to the perfect compromise, which is that she unconsciously did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> because we were talking to someone who had been a catcher. And he said something that I just couldn't believe no one had ever said to me before, which was like, well, she shouldn't be holding it in that hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, someone who actually was catching at that level would never would never have herself in the position where that could
2: to happen To have it be in her hand, yeah, and not the glove. Yeah. yeah. I know that was kind of weird not secure
1: (laughs) I know because I think I kind of always watched that scene too to see like you know did she initially catch it in her mitt and then how did how did the mitt to you know other hand trans like how did that
0: I love the idea that like Dottie didn't even realize she was setting herself up to drop the ball like she but you know she did that like unconsciously so there we go that's the best of both worlds (laughs) Dottie wanted Kit to win but like I can't see her just being like oh I've held on to the ball open for Fingers. Right. right. <laughs> yeah i am trying to think rachel if there's anything else i know that's like the go-to question i'm trying to make sure that i don't forget anything you'd think i'd know by now or i'd have a checklist written down
1: but i don't know i think we kind of covered our because we kind of went okay. over like the character our big question <laughs> I, I have one more like I was just curious Jen how you felt about or uh like the charm school I mean I know it's a very yeah. <laughs> smaller portion of the movie but I guess a uh, you know just yeah what that they really had to do that you know that was part of yeah their definitely <laughs>
2: training I definitely I noticed that and was like oh this is this is like a sign of the times type thing of like the woman has to yeah. be you know prim and proper and all that <laughs> um so yeah probably not my f- Favorite part, part, but definitely, <laughs> I guess, fits in the uh, in the era because you know, like we were saying, it was cool and kind of like surprising that you know the women were allowed to be so, just have like so much freedom and confidence and kind of allowed to play sports um, in front of a big crowd and all that uh, but then they're still kind of like, oh, but you still have to make sure you're a girl and act like a oh, girl yeah. and all that, so yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so definitely watch that. Another scene I had forgotten about and was like, ah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the line for Hits like Garrig, ba- uh, bats like Garrig looks like Garbo. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and there's her kid sister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Marla <in> <laughs> what a hitter, what a hitter.
1: <laughs> oh poor Marla
0: the fact that Megan Kavanaugh had so much fun playing that role oh, yeah. makes it up for it a little bit to me. <laughs> like she had a good time doing that <laughs> yeah when you were just talking about that I was thinking because the stereotype of female athletes before the league was unfortunately so bad like in general if you said female baseball player people did not think of a charming lady (laughs) and that was the big thing that the real league wanted to counteract they thought that was the only way they were going to gain acceptance which unfortunately kind of right um and then i feel like that reputation came right back as soon as the league went away it's so funny seeing all these reunion pictures and like almost everyone has super short hair and it's just like (laughs) no i never wanted to do any of this yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. and now it's the 80s and you can't tell me right. what to do yeah <laughs> yep. so the actual players just blow me away they are so funny and you were talking about like women having that confidence and it's just like yep nope even the ones that were quiet were not shy right. women <laughs> exactly <laughs> you kind of couldn't be to get to that level which i i think is something people have definitely talked about with professional baseball players now which as of this recording are men even the, people even the players who are quiet you know there's a whole variety of different personalities but there's got to be some drive in there or you're not going to make it to that Absolutely, point <laughs> yeah you definitely have to have
2: um, like a quiet confidence and had to be able to get through uh, so many levels and get past so many different people um so many different uh, from you know little league all the way up through college or you know high school if that's when you get drafted and then all the way through the minors and there's a lot of uh, a lot of them are supremely talented a lot of them you know Obviously, luck falls on their side, but a lot of them, yeah, really, really grind it out. So, yeah, that confidence is. And you have to have some ego to, to play, you know, sports professionally, for sure.
0: But I, I will say that it will always make me think of that scene with uh, Doris on the bus talking about her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And how she only dated him because he was basically the only guy who would date yeah. her because mm-hmm. she was a female ball player. And then she's like, look at us. There's a lot of us. And it's just like, oh, my heart is growing in my chest right, right, right now. Oh, yeah. That solidarity on the bus just gets me every time. I love that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I had forgotten about I forgotten about that particular part of the scene and rewatching it and as I rewatched it the I, the more every time it would just be like, "Oh, just seeing that, you know, you you can be different but still fit in somewhere, like you everyone has their place." among you know anywhere and even yeah. like
2: they're all so different but like obviously the one thing that unifies them is like the sport and kind of the way that yeah. they, they are even though they're you know like some of them are more feminine and some of them like one of the girls like, doesn't know how to read and they're like teaching her how to read and yeah. like so they all have different sort of backgrounds so, so that's kind of cool mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's a real melting pot oh yeah i just love that the, it brings them all together and it's a good message for little uh, young women when Watching the, the mm-hmm. movie, and I'm just so glad that this movie has held up over time and is now one of like the baseball movies that yeah. people reference. Oh yeah, and I'm glad we got you to rewatch it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, was, it
2: was it was nice to be able to rewatch it. So I was happy to uh happy to join you guys.
0: Well, I am biased because I am a subscriber to the Athletic, but if people aren't addicted to an app on their phone, how
2: can they find you? <laughs> um, TheAthletic.com is our website, but on Twitter. My uh, my Twitter handle is JC McCaffery, McCaffrey M C C A F F R E Y and find all my my stories and and whatnot my uh, my musings there.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you're listening to this and baseball has magically returned, I'm sure there's a lot to uh, yeah. catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah. laughs>
0: Anything else you wanted to share? Anything we
2: skipped? Um, I don't think so. I think yeah, we covered uh, everything that I had remembered and then things I hadn't remembered that you guys <laughs> that you guys brought up too. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's. Yeah, it was nice to rewatch it. And like you said, it was cool that it held up over time because, you know, you obviously realize it was filmed in the early 90s. And you're like, yeah, female empowerment. were still was 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 alive and kicking then and (laughs) even even more so now.
0: I gotta tell you, Spice Girls came on my Spotify the other day in my kitchen, and we had a full-on dance party jam. Like, yeah. sometimes these things are kind of cheesy, but they're still, we'll Definitely. get you. That's
2: that's a good one to jam out to, so yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining sure us. Thanks
2: for having me. Oh,
0: it was so great to talk to you, and Rachel and I will be rejoining our listeners after a quick, it's not a word from our sponsors, it's an organ. It, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where I was going with that
1: song dance. break.
0: <laughs> a quick song break. <laughs> we have another MVP to crown, and Rachel. It had to be her. It was
1: a runaway. <laughs> it
0: had to be her. <laughs> Our MVP of the fourth inning is...
1: Marla Hooch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was a overall unanimous sweep of the MVP poll. <laughs> Twitter
0: will mess with your On mind Facebook, a little bit. Say. Yes, uh, Marla was by far and away the winner. We did have a vote, a solitary vote for someone else, which was for May's dance partner. <laughs>
1: oh hey, there you go.
0: It's not that we don't appreciate the others, but yes. I just love that. <laughs> Her dress and a lot of liquor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it made me really happy because I, I got to think again about Megan Kavanaugh talking about singing that song when she was went back to Cooperstown when they oh, donated yeah. their uniforms to the hall. <laughs> And then I was reading about people writing about the Hall induction ceremony being canceled this year. And oh, they're gonna yeah. Ha- but, but it was so hopeful. Johnny Bench wrote a whole thing about, like, how great next summer is going to be. And Aww. he'll be there in the lobby greeting the new play. And it was just like, oh. What so, could have been? We are not declaring Johnny Bench the MVP of this inning. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. He had. Yeah. We need to choose. So I think the time has come. I think for MVP, this inning, I am nominating Dottie, Queen of Diamonds, Henson. Oh, yes. She's just, she's crucial in all our little asides, all our little in-betweens. She's standing up to Jimmy. She's befriending him. I think her time has come. I know we hesitate to nominate our main characters, but I think that is, this is a really good inning for her.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Did you have any go-to nominees?
1: Oh, this is inning five.
0: It's a long one. And I have two other suggestions, but they're from the same snippet. So I, I hesitated. I would like to nominate for most valuable player both Evelyn and, quote, Um, empathetic umpire (laughs) oh yes because there's no crying in baseball is an infamous line and i think both the umpire and evelyn contributed mightily evelyn with her crying her continuous crying Mm -hmm. the umpire with his rich vocabulary (laughs) and his face fall as he realizes what jimmy just called yeah
1: i would agree with that
0: I think those two also need to go up on the board.
1: I would agree. Yeah, Evelyn, I would, yeah, definitely agree with Evelyn and the ump because she, he, he tries his darndest to.
0: <laughs> and we discussed on the show, you know, he's flawed. He's not a perfect, you know, he, he still brings up the treat him like your mother thing. But yeah. you know what? That's fine. That people are complex.
1: He can't hope that his, his uniform makes him look like a penis in a hat. <laughs> In a little hat. <laughs> <laughs> he reacted like anyone would. So yeah, I would I would agree with those <laughs> two nominations. So we've Dottie, Evelyn, empathetic ump. Um. So we need one
0: more. Yeah, and I have two, but they're silly. <laughs> Maybe I'll make you choose between them. Okay. Because I would like to nominate Shirley Baker. And her reading lesson.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Her milky white. (laughs) 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 And then the other person that when I was trying to come up with a fourth MVP, I thought of, I cannot name because he does not have a name. Someone's driving this bus.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So, and... After that cannot be an easy position to fill. No, <laughs> given what happened before. So I uh, I nominate the new Lou, the nameless bus driver, whatever we would like to call him. I like
1: new Lou. <laughs> new Lou,
0: because <laughs> I realized it was like, there are so many bus scenes, and then I'm like, wait a minute, he quit. He wa- He literally walked away
1: <laughs> into the
0: sunset, <laughs> and we never see him again. <laughs> So, I I think uh, whoever is driving this bus is earning their pay, although it does seem a lot calmer now.
1: Yeah, he's not a throwing dirt at people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I like we like him track. better. Yeah. L- Lou gave us some moments, but he never earned MVP. <laughs> no. All right. We'll
1: nominate new Lou. <laughs>
0: <laughs> new Lou and empathetic umpire up against each other. <laughs> Well, that, I I love it. This is actually a really fun group of four. And I also love that Dottie is by far the most serious. Like, she does not fit in. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, which just fits her character so perfectly. That's why she stands out like this. But she's not oblivious. You know, when Ira's going off about how he wants them to interview her, she's very aware of, like, why that is not cool. She is not oh, for yeah. herself at all, which. Oh, it just goes a long way, too. Making her the queen of our (laughs) In addition to the queen of diamonds. (laughs) So yes, I will post a poll on our Twitter at VCR Privileges and Rachel posts the poll in our Facebook group, The Dugout with Dugan. And listeners, you have one One week week to vote. Basically, we go Friday to Friday and then we tally the results unless it's unanimous, in which case it's pretty obvious. (laughs) Or almost unanimous. Yeah. (laughs) And then at the bottom of the sixth, You will find out who won. The people will have spoken. (laughs) All right. Um. Anything else? I love that this inning ends with the bus driving off and like we drive off.
1: I know. Whole
0: beautiful (laughs) symbolic thing. (laughs)
1: Enjoy
2: that. Good. Well, come back next game, will you? Good hit. Take care.